This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So we all know that the growth stocks have had a big run here in 2023, and some of you value investors might be a little depressed, right? Because we think it's not happening in the value stocks, although some value stocks have had nice runs. But it's also earnings season, second quarter earnings season when I'm recording this in August 2023, and that means changes to the Zacks rank. So I decided to take a look at which companies are still cheap here in 2023 and which also have the Zacks number one rank. That's our highest rank. That's the strong buy. And there's usually only about 230, maybe 240 of those stocks. It does change frequently during earnings season, and we're still in the midst of earnings season when I'm recording this. So this uh, list will change quite a bit, but I thought it would be interesting just to see which companies have uh, you know, bullishness by the analyst. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to have earnings growth per se. It just means that the analysts are revising their annual earnings estimates higher for whatever reason. Like maybe they were too bearish, things are going better than assumed, and so uh, we get earnings reports and they have to revise higher. Or it could be that the company themselves reports the earnings and they're like, hey, things are better, we're raising guidance, so the analysts all have to raise too. So I ran a screen with the Zacks number one rank uh, with a PE under 20 and a price to sales ratio under one. So I did uh, elevate the PE a bit just to see if I could get a few more stocks, but I kept the price to sales ratio under one. And remember, that means we're paying like 50 cents on the dollar for the sales, which is a good way to find cheap stocks. So running that screen, I thought I wouldn't get that many stocks, but surprise, I did. I got 41 stocks. That's quite a bit for something that's as narrow as this, because we know with the Zach's number one rank, we're only going to get about 240 stocks total, just having that in there. So 41 out of those are genuinely value stocks. And what areas were these in? So who, where is it? Where is it happening that they're cheap? So that means the street is kind of ignoring them. And that the analysts are raising their earnings estimates. And I would say the home builders, once again, because we all got that wrong this year in 2023. We thought the, that the high uh, mortgage rates would still be crushing down sales, but alas, it, or yay, it did not. And so the home builders have been a surprise and they've been reporting better quarters than expected. And so the analysts have had to revise those earnings estimates higher. They've also uh, given great gross margins still. And so that is impacting the earnings as well. And uh, those earnings are going higher for that reason. So a ton of home builders are on here now with the Zach's number one ranks. And then retailers, surprising. We haven't talked about them in a while. I would say maybe even like two years because they had big booms during the pandemic. But then, uh, you know, the inventories exploded and they had to write them all down. It was terrible. So they had to take charges. And the consumer said, eh, I don't need those, you know, workout 
weights anymore. I don't need the workout clothes because I'm going to the beach on my vacation. So they, um, you know, we stopped shopping in certain ways and that hurt a lot of the retailers. And so everybody's been kind of ignoring the retailers for a while, but it does look like the inventory issue is finally dealt with. They've normalized those back down. The worst is over and the consumer is not totally ignoring all retail anymore. There's certain pockets of it where they are diving back in. So especially upon back to school, back to the office. So some of those trends have returned and that's helped some of these retailers. And then a third category that's kind of interesting in here is some industrials. We've talked about various industrials over the years, but they never got much love. But this year, the industrials have seen a nice rally, but they still remain cheap. And those estimates are on the rise. Thanks a lot to the infrastructure bill and the CHIPS Act that is uh, producing a lot of spending on a lot of the industrial areas. So um, let's dive in with, you know, five of these stocks. I pulled out ones in different categories so we can kind of see what's going on. And some names, you know, we've talked about in the past, maybe some are not quite as familiar, but the cheap stocks from, you know, last year or even to start this year kind of do remain the cheap stocks. And those with the number one rank are still kind of favored by the analysts. And so they are raising again on all of these. So let's dive in. So the first one we've talked about more recently is Builders First Source, ticker BLDR. And it is a retailer, but it's kind of like Home Depot, but for the professionals in the building industry. So if the home builders are doing better, even though sales are down, but they're doing better and they suddenly are getting more orders and are building more than Builders First Source is doing better too. So they just reported earnings. They had another beat and they did say they are seeing improvement in their you know, economic conditions. They had a huge beat. They beat by $1.20, posting $3.89 versus $2.69. So those estimates were already going up into the report just based on the home builders reports most likely. And now I expect them to go up again. So the analysts expect $10.38 before the earnings report, but they made $18.71 last year, which was a record year as building you know, soared until those rates rose. Um, but So that's a decline at 44%. But I don't consider this to be, you know, a value trap because the earnings are already going back the other way. And last year was a record year, unlikely to keep repeating those kinds of record highs for forever. So it's still cheap, a PE of just 14 and a price to sales of 0.9. It's at five-year highs, though. It's up 128% year-to-date. It is very hard to buy these kinds of stocks when you're looking at it and all you see is this massive rally, but the shares still are cheap and the uh, you know catalysts behind it are still in place for the back half of this year. So that's Builder's First Source, which I do own in Zach's Value Investor Portfolio as well. And it's ticker B as in boy, L as in Larry, D as in Dave, R as in Robert, B-L-D-R. And then number two stock, Energizer, ticker E-N-R. We've talked about them, but it's been a while. Um, 
full year 2023 earnings expected to be up or fiscal 2023 up 2% only to $3.14 from 308. There's been no changes this year. There was one change to next year, but it does have this X number one rank still and it hasn't reported yet. It's reporting on August 8th. So keep that in mind if you're looking at this one. PE of just 11.4, price to sales of 0.86, does pay a dividend yielding 3.4%. Year to date, it is underperforming up just 8.6%. So that's Energizer ENR. Then we're going to Go back to retail because I do feel like there could be a turn here. So I'm going to talk about a couple of them. And this one is a little controversial. The Gap. We have talked about them many times over all the years I've done the podcast. Ticker G as in George, P as in Paul, S as in Sam, GPS. We've talked about them because it's always had that big dividend and it still does. It's yielding 5.7%. Who knows if that's going to stick around I'm always dubious when I see something like that because year to date, the shares are down 9%. But they did just get a new CEO finally. So can he turn it around? He was at Mattel. I think he was in charge of Barbie. He turned it around. Can he do the same with the gap? We've been waiting, waiting for someone to turn it around. It lost 40 cents last year. It's expected to make 65 cents this year. So that's up 262%. They haven't reported because they are on the apparel side on retail and they're late in the earnings season. So late August is when they're going to report again. Um, But the analysts are getting a little bit bullish on the gap here. And will, will that be rewarded? We will see. But that's gap. GPS. Uh, Our fourth stock is KB Home. I did throw in one of the home builders. I kind of looked at the list. There were a bunch on there and I went with, "Eh, let's go with KB. They already reported. It was a good quarter. Ticker K as in Karen, B as in boy, H as in Harry, KBH. And this is another one like Builders First Source, year to date up 70%. So really hard to buy when it's at these highs. But um, this is also similar to Builders First Source. Their earnings expected to be down 31% this year. But the analysts have been raising in the last two months. Basically, after the last earnings report, it was better than expected. The guidance looked great. And they, they did raise earnings estimates then. So they're looking at 629 this year versus 912 last year. But again, just like Builders First Source, it was like records last year for most of the home builders. So I'm not too worried about that because it was not going to be sustained up there. It's still cheap, PE of 8.7, price to sales of just 0.6. But has this extended just a little too far? Should you wait for a pullback? They always do come. I don't know, but it's hard to buy the home builders here, even though they're still cheap. But um, still a shortage and the Home builders are in uh, control probably at least through the end of this year. So that's KB Home, ticker KBH. Then we're going to go to an industrial. And I have talked about this one, but it literally has probably been at least five years in the podcast because these have been so out of favor. So it's Manitowoc Company, ticker M as in Mary, T as in Tom, W as in Wendy, Manitowoc. And they were founded in 1902. I love these companies that are super old. They're a leading provider of engineered lifting solutions. What does that mean? It means hydraulic cranes, boom trucks, 
tower cranes. All of this is used in construction. So what is happening right now? Construction. So this stock, um, you know, it, it's looking interesting on for the analysts. And that's why it's got the Zacks number one rank. It's only as one earnings estimate higher in the last 30 days, though. Earnings expected to be up just 5.6% this year to 112 versus 106 last year. But it also hasn't reported yet. So we'll see. Are things looking up, um, you know, globally? Because they were really trying to make a push for the uh, Silk Road thing that the Chinese are doing, the Belt Road, Silk and Belt, or whatever that was. Um, They have that going as well as what's going on in North America here. Year to date, let me see what these shares are up 62% year to date, but they've kind of stabilized and are waiting for some kind of catalyst for the last couple of months. So most of that gain was at the beginning of the year. um, And we'll see if uh, another earnings report can be a catalyst for these kind of industrials. We did see that with Caterpillar. It was near its highs and then it got a big boost off its earnings. So PE is 16.8, price to sales is 0.3. So on a PE basis, not quite as cheap as some of the others, but that price to sales is really low. And we'll find out more on August 7th when it reports. So that's Manitowoc, ticker M as Mary, T as in Tom, W as in Wendy. So you can see it's kind of a cross mix of interesting companies right now that have the number one rank. The number one rank can change daily. Remember that. Also remember, it is a short-term recommendation. So it's uh, good at, you know, figuring out short-term trends. So obviously, if you look at the number one list and you see like eight or nine home builders on it, something is going on in the home builders that we all got wrong. And it turns out that is right, that uh, we were all too bearish on the home builders and they're doing much better this year than expected. But you can see the trend off of those number one ranks. Also, again, you can see the trend that the retailers are looking a little bit better here. And what does that mean? That could you know, mean people are not as afraid of recession. The consumer's still holding up, at least so far. And so those numbers aren't looking uh, too bad anymore. Um, also, as I mentioned, industrials on this list, that's a first kind of for the last several years. <laughs> Haven't seen too many of those where the analysts are bullish and raising those estimates to get the rank. So um, you might want to, you know, poke around in the industrials. Maybe I'll do a whole podcast on the industrials and what's going on there, especially after Caterpillar's great report. And it might be time for some people, even though they've had this nice run, to take a look at the industrials again, because that infrastructure plan is a trillion dollars. It's going to take several years, uh, maybe a decade to spend all that money. So this trend could be happening for quite some time. So let me recap the stock tickers again. We had Builder's First Source, ticker BLDR. We had Energizer, ENR. We had The Gap, GPS. We had KB Home, ticker KBH, and Manitowoc Company, MTW. And as always, you want to be sure to subscribe and get us somewhere. You can get us on Zach's podcast on YouTube. That's a good place to uh, listen to all of the podcasts. If you want to see the video podcast I'm doing now on Zach's Market Edge, 
you have to go to our normal uh, Zach's YouTube channel, which is Zach's Investment Research, and you'll find uh, any kind of video podcasts over there. But the audios are still on Zach's podcast and, of course, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and SoundCloud. But get us somewhere, and I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.